Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Welcome, friends and family, to another episode of the Backdoor Cut Show. This is a special episode. I just couldn't contain myself. I had to get on, talk to you guys about this Memphis Tigers win, taking home the victory over number 19, Tennessee, on the road breaking the Vols' home winning streak of 31 games inside Thompson Bowling Arena. We had the Chief. He was boots on the ground there, willed the Tigers to victory there. Memphis and Tiger Nation appreciates that. What a freaking game. It was kind of boring to start, not going to lie. I was very frustrated by uh, the lack of execution, but the Tigers showed incredible grit. Stuck with it, made Tennessee do things that they were uncomfortable with, took some of the volunteer strengths away from them, and overall just played a tough, hard-fought game against a very good team. A very good Tennessee team who had previously knocked off uh, a ranked team in Washington. We talked about them on the previous pod, uh, so if you wanted a full scouting report on them, you can go back to that. But... It was a fun game. Always good to beat UT. Looking forward to next year in Nashville. Hopefully I'll get to make that trip. Um, As always, the Backdoor Cut Show is brought to you by the Barnburner Podcast Network. You can subscribe to that on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, all those cool places. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at Backdoor Cut Show. My name is Zach. You can find me on Twitter at BarnburnerBro. And today, special occasion. I won't keep you too long, but just wanted to get down, share some facts from this game, share my feelings. I got lots of feelings about this game. It was just such a tough game. The Tigers go in, ranked number 13. Tennessee's ranked number 19. Tigers without James Wiseman and Lester Quinones, two guys who started the season on the court. Two big-name players. Obviously, we know about Wiseman. Quinones with the hand injury out. A big blow for Memphis. He was one of the more consistent guys uh, to start the season. Guys like Alex Lomax, Tyler Harris, once again stepped up for us. Came in clutch. Memphis out-rebounded the Tennessee Volunteers 49-39. to Rebounding has been an Achilles heel for the Tigers. They have allowed multiple opponents to have their season high in offensive rebounding percentage against the Tigers. Today, that was not the case. Tennessee's normal offensive rebounding percentage was 32.3% prior to today. Memphis only allowed them to get 25%. So still a fairly sizable number, but that's an improvement against a team that does a lot of their damage inside the arc they got a lot of bodies there they're in a lot of second chance point second chance points uh, normally Tennessee only allows a defensive rebounding percentage of 22.6 which is a top 20 in the country and then Memphis goes in there and owns the boards that was great that was a key to the game took Tennessee out of their flow there they were not expecting that frankly I was not expecting that 
Memphis's wings and guards prior to this game were in the bottom half in the NCAA in rebounding. A lot of standing around. Pretty much the only consistent rebounder on the team was Precious Achua and a little bit of help from DJ Jeffries. The rest of the, the guards were not consistent. Some games, Lomax would have a lot of rebounds. Some ball would have uh, a few rebounds. But for the most part, not very consistent from the guards and wings. But check this. Tonight, guards and wing 27 of the 49 rebounds. By my math, that's over half. So that was great. That was very helpful. The guards rebounding went as follows. Damian Ball, 6 rebounds. Boogie Ellis, 5 rebounds. Tyler Harris, 5 rebounds. Alex Lomax, 7 rebounds. Alo, 8 points, 3 steals. No, sorry, 2 steals, 3 assists. He did not shoot well from the field, only 2 of 7 today, but 4-6 from the line, and he made 2 free throws to put Memphis up to the final score of 51 with under a minute left. Sealed the deal. It's weird. I actually felt kind of comfortable with him going to the line. I was like, if there's anyone on this team, I want it to be Alo or Tyler. Tyler, uh, against Yale last year, made a bajillion free throws, uh, clutch towards the end of the game. So I know those guys have it in them. I trust them at the end of the game. Tyler Harris, 4 of 10 from the field, 3 of 6 from 3. Now, some of those were ill-advised or... Shall we say um, last chance or last ditch efforts? A couple of those went in though, so the, that was huge for an offense that uh, largely struggled uh, throughout the game. Both offenses, it was a, a sludge fest for sure. The Tigers took almost 14 minutes to reach double figures in this game. We had several slow starts from the team. But this one was was up there for probably one of the ugliest. Overall for the game, Memphis shot 33% from the field. 5 of 13 from 3, including so 3 of those were from Tyler. Uh, he's pretty much half of our 3-point production. Tennessee, the Tigers held them to 25% from the field. Only 15 of 60 of field goals. And I called out earlier in a previous podcast and on my scouting report that shooting Tennessee's major weakness. They only hit 33% from three previous to this and 50% from two. And they just do not, they're not comfortable shooting from three. Only 25% of their points on the season were from three. I tweeted early in the game and I said, you know what? This is a game where Memphis needs to make Tennessee shoot threes the entire game. Make them hit 15 threes to beat you. Pack the paint. I, I don't think they have it in them. And sure enough, they did not. They hit. They took. ended up taking 26 threes and only hitting four of them. They're big guys. Turner and Bowden just did not shoot well today at all. Those are the two leading scorers on this roster. And not all of their shots were because of Tiger defense. A lot of it was. The Tigers played very hard on defense. But uh, those two guys, 3 of 21 
from the field, one of 11 from three. They had some open shots and they didn't hit, uh, but obviously Memphis had those shots also. So sometimes it sometimes it be like that, as uh, someone said to me. Uh, other notes, let's see. It was a very clean game. Only 35 fouls called total. That's about two-thirds of what was called last year. Now, this game already struggled to have flow to it. Uh, there was only 66 possessions, and that is one of the slowest games. I believe the slowest game of the Tigers' season. Yep, slowest game of the year was 66 possessions. This game could definitely not afford to have a bunch of foul calls because it was already slow enough. There already was not enough offensive rhythm, and Memphis severely struggled in the half-court offense. Most of the time, only two guys were moving, playing pick and roll. Uh, what? So one of the guys moving being the ball handler, and everyone else just sitting in the corner. Not a lot of backdoor cuts with to match up with the pick and rolls. Um, there were several possessions where Memphis did have some dribble handoff on the perimeter move, and the guards were able to beat their men after receiving the handoff, and that helped to create some outside shots for the rest of the Tigers and also some of the cutters. Uh, but outside of that, I f- would like to see some more. Got to figure out something on offense uh, to supplement when you don't have the pace because a scouting report gets out, which it should be out there. It's not that hard to find out that Memphis needs to run and gun. They can beat you up and down the floor. But in the half-court offense, uh, really gives other teams a chance, especially because Memphis is not an extremely good shooting team at this point. So you really want to limit the possessions that uh, this team did like we did to Tennessee. So limit the possessions and take care of defensive rebounding. That's really big to to play in defense and limiting the amount of points that the other team's going to get. Memphis did struggle to protect the ball. 25% of their possessions ended in turnovers, which was a season high. I guess you can have a high of a bad thing. Yeah, that's how it worked. A season high percentage for them. A lot of lazy passes. Lazy lob passes You from guard to guard. And the, the Memphis backcourt's not that tall anyway, so... That's very ineffective, and Tennessee was just seeing right through it, which led to 17 Tiger turnovers. Looking at some individual performances, Precious Achua had 13 rebounds and 8 points. So this marks the sixth straight game where Precious has grabbed 10 or more rebounds. He scored in double figures in four of them. Obviously not including this one. So four double-doubles in his last six games. He shot three and nine from the field. Still not not able to put the ball in the hoop. He's playing like a monster on the boards. He had two blocks also, impacting the ball on both ends of the floor. Once, once he starts getting more touch around the rim, he is going to completely be a monster. And I can't help but to think that when James gets in there, Precious is going to have a lot more opportunities 
uh, because guys are going to have to float over to him, and they're going to leave him open for the pocket pass. The little dump off, and he should get a lot more buckets from that. Uh, we mentioned Alex Lomax, Tyler Harris, their games. Uh, really non-existent guys. You can put, shocker, I know, Isaiah Maurice in that category in 17 minutes, didn't score. Uh, did have three rebounds, but he generally kind of looked lost a lot of the game. Lance Thomas, eight minutes, also did not score. Malco, 10 minutes, didn't score, and only one rebound. So uh, the the front court outside of Precious uh, just really struggled today. And that's just something that Memphis is going to have to wade through until Wiseman gets back. It's going to be crazy when we have a front court who's actually – Scoring and grabbing rebounds on a consistent basis between more than just one guy. I am definitely looking forward to that. Uh, For Tennessee, it was kind of ironic that their main freshman, Josiah James, was the guy that played the best for them. He had their first eight points, and I want to say they jumped out to a lead over Memphis with those eight points, but really is more of like a crawl tug of war type deal. It was eight to five forever, it felt like. But he hit um four of eleven from the field, three of six, and fourteen points, five rebounds overall. He's their lone five star recruit from last year's class. He was a top twenty player. So he showed up to play and ironically some of the senior guys did not show up to play. One final note for you is that the Tigers only gave up 15 buckets in this entire game. This ties for the lowest of the season with the Illinois-Chicago game. Obviously, these two teams, Tennessee and Illinois-Chicago, are not in the same realm whatsoever. So I think that goes a long way to say how tough Memphis' defense was, especially down the stretch. Uh, Really proud of those guys. Uh, Once again... Ended UT's 31-game home winning streak, which was the longest in the country. They play next year in Nashville. Who knows what will happen after that? Uh, We'll see. Hopefully, for everyone's sake, this rivalry gets renewed. And we get to see these two fun teams come together and play each other in this grudge match. Nothing better than it. It made my weekend. Hopefully, it made yours. Until next time, see you later. Go Tigers, go.